Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the You Imagine podcast. Today on the show, Joseph Abraham, CEO and founder of Startup Atom, speaks with Dr. V Kamakoti, director of IIT Madras. Professor Kamakoti breaks down his thoughts about the huge potential we harbor as a nation and how to channelize this into some of the emerging sunrise sectors like EV and semiconductors. He also shares some nuggets about the projects IIT Madras is currently involved in and how they are shaping the future of tech and industry 4.0 at large in Tamil Nadu. Listen on as they have a conversation about this and many more insights as Tamil Nadu gears up for the biggest tech and startup summit on the 23rd through the 25th of March 2023. You imagine Chennai 2023. Good afternoon Dr. Kamkoti thank you so much for taking the time and joining us on this you imagine podcast uh, really nice of you to you know interact with us so we just wanted to understand uh, about the the tech landscape and and we believe that IIT is behind you know all of uh, a lot of a lot of different initiatives that that you are ta- undertaking and it's a backbone for uh, how startups are mushroomed especially the research park and different initiatives that you're taking right so we wanted to have a very quick discussion in line with how uh, what people can expect you know globally from the new imagine conference since this is a hub and tamil nadu is a hub and that's what we want to discuss today so thanks for taking the time so to get started uh, you know a uh, very very light hearted discussion to begin with the story of how you you know you are you are i think a big cricketing fan right so you enjoyed playing cricket and then one fine day um your glasses broke and uh, your bat was thrown in the well and a violin was given in your hand so can you please take us to that story to begin with right? it was around 8th uh, standard i was a great cricket fan and that was those days big follower of couple <laughs> day uh, gavaskar right chauhan and i don't eat that night when gavaskar doesn't score more than 10 oh wow sometimes it happens like he sneaks and uh, nice he said out less than 10 i don't eat that night so i was a great fan of this uh, vishwanath pundapa vishwanath yeah. his square cut was very very really yes. favorite for me yes um so uh, i wanted to actually play cricket okay so mm-hmm. but then uh, we had a good team and other things we made a small team in the colony and then started mhm it's so fate added that <laughs> one bouncer hit my specs and specs fell down and it broke yeah okay, at that time we don't have this uh, very uh, nice plastic glasses right so yes yes and then uh, when i went home my father was so this thing he said he will get hurt and other things mm-hmm. and he got so well that he took the bat and threw it in the well so <laughs> we can't do anything else other than this it's a health hazard right all right so he was giving us you know, what would have happened if that glass had gone into your eye Yes, I'm only child, and yeah. it's very, very natural that it's a parent's reaction. Yeah. So we were youth, so always I am right and you are wrong, right? So that's you. <laughs> yes. We had a bit of a squabble, mm-hmm. one or two days of no talking, and then finally he said, "Okay." I had a, a very nice violin teacher just opposite house. Hmm. Nice. So I thought, okay, one day morning I was walking there, and uh, uh, you know the. the great uh, tn sheshakopal and used to come to their house and practice and everything i heard some music i just went in hmm and i heard she's teaching violin hmm nice so i went and purchased a violin which my father immediately did <laughs> so we started violin that time so violin has been quite close to me as a musical instrument it's a great friend 
Yeah, nice. It's very expressive instrument. Absolutely. You can, you can express your sadness, your anger, your happiness, everything on that. Right? Absolutely. Such a fantastic instrument. Very fascinating. Nice, really nice. And you also are a true son of the soil. Uh, since you chose to stay back in India, chose to study in India, chose to contribute back to India, and now you are here uh, at IIT Madras. So, what's your vision, um, sir, for uh, you know the technology landscape as such? See, my vision is to develop technology that will scale. Today, we are 1.4 billion population. I am mm -hmm. fortunate enough to lead an institution which still runs on taxpayers' money. Mm -hmm. So, we have a commitment back to the uh, nation. Mm -hmm. whether it is a technology solution that is necessary mm -hmm. or whether there is an academic solution that is necessary. Mm -hmm. I feel it is our immediate response should be there and it's our duty to immediately respond to the needs of the nation. And in that, uh, the need for the nation today is on all the critical emerging sunrise sectors, mm -hmm. but at scale. So I look at uh, the whole vision for IIT Madras in two aspects. One is to reach education at scale to large number of people. Right. Another is to look at reaching technology to large number of people, mm -hmm. which is relevant for them, which is helping them on a day to day. And of course, IIT Madras has its own very great uh, legacy of doing state-of-the-art research. True. Which is futuristic. Because today's... Uh, Ideas are tomorrow's research outputs, which are day after tomorrow's product. Right? So, this is a maturity cycle. Yes. So, we are very good at research. Mm -hmm. And we did start a lot on trying to, to convert our research to product. Mm -hmm. And that last 15 years, my predecessor, predecessors, predecessor, both directors have played a very crucial role in that aspect. And we have reached a very good, uh, you know, stature in that. Mm-hmm. As you see, the IIT Madras Research Park is one such output. Hmm. And the online uh, uh, BS data science program where we have 16,000 students enrolled wow. in our... It's also another, in, another example. So we see both happening. Mm -hmm. Now it is a time where we scale. We make a deterministic way by which we scale education, we scale technology. And it's also democratized. Hmm. So education, any child in this in our nation right who is capable of learning something mm -hmm. should not be deprived because of either finance or lack of it yes that's a noble ambition i have it's a very difficult problem but i believe that we can solve if we put all our efforts great so on the same lines um you know you have a you also have this vision you know to build the skill set for indigenous, you know, tech development that needs to happen, you know, with uh, with a with a global ready workforce, right? So can you talk a little bit about that, about, you know, some of the things that you're doing in that direction? Essentially, see, um, I believe that India with 1.4 billion population mm -hmm. is the real gold mine of all challenges that technology can offer to any scientist or any developer or any entrepreneur. Hmm. Today, we just look at Chennai. Mm -hmm. You mention any area. Again, we have a grand challenge in front of us mm -hmm. for which we can offer a solution. Mm -hmm. there are, just now, I finished. A, I, I was with the uh, commissioner of the Great Chennai Corporation, Mr. Bedi. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
we were discussing so there are many solutions on waste management right and again it is there's lot more of challenges that we need to face to perfect it hmm how to automate it how to make it so simple challenges like can i can i make our institute iit madras not send even one gram of waste outside can we recycle it within the campus wow without affecting our own environment hmm how much of water can i recycle so this type of ideas are very interesting so i believe that when we start looking at our own neighborhood mm-hmm. and the challenges they face and try to come out with technology that will address those challenges hmm. we will be doing great work and this technology since we have this diverse population mm-hmm. right we have diversity in everything and there we have a unity in diversity and that is india right so we have many languages we have many varieties of food name anything different ways of tying sari there are different ways of dressing so true everything you touch we have diversity and everything is beautiful absolutely but then everything has its own challenges hmm so when we address this and we come out with a solution which is acceptable to a large set of people i think that will be acceptable globally absolutely so my mantra is local relevance leads to global recognition wow local relevance leads to global recognition awesome nice and that is also one of the reason why i had stuck back to our country mm-hmm. and see what it means to do something here absolutely people say you cannot make a chip yes we made a chip but <laughs> that uh, oh it's not great it's some 100 megahertz so oh, it's climbing so many things nobody else did it we did it you say you can't do it hmm without crossing the shore we were able to do maximum of course we did get some imported computer aided tools etc right maximum amount of the work has been done and we show you just one example right today we have many many things like and mm-hmm. uh, like today we are making 3d printed rocket mm-hmm. we are working on hyperloop we are working on solar race car right we are working on very very high niche uh, uh, waste wealth mm-hmm. so many things are coming up and then uh, we believe that these are all solutions which will work in india and if it works here with our diversity mm-hmm. it'll work anywhere absolutely absolutely so uh, switching gears now to the sunrise sector i think you spoke about it you mentioned it briefly uh, so two areas semiconductors and ev right so how do you see that spanning out yeah semiconductor is uh, is really something that is needed mm-hmm. i'm also the member of the national security advisory board i'm sure that you know india has to claim security security in electronic devices become extremely important absolutely yes because electronics is very close to mankind today yeah your day to day living you are using electron hmm so when we look at that aspect mm-hmm. the ultimate security when we can assure only and ultimate stubborn self sufficiency i don't say just self sufficiency <laughs> stubborn so honorable pm has said atmanirbharta hmm. i'm saying teevra atmanirbharta right right that is that is very much necessary and if you want to get that self sufficiency we have to make our own design and chips in the country hmm. 
So setting up a fab is extremely important for the mission. Government has started with $10 billion as Indian Semiconductor Mission. Mm-hmm. The industries are expected to more participate and we come out with the science. We are putting all our might. It's not an easy thing. Absolutely. So we are driving at multiple folds here, there mm-hmm. to see that some chips can it come out of India. Mm-hmm. Some commercial chips at least do the design here, manufacture outside today. And when the fab comes in, let us start manufacturing. But it, can it be sold? Mm-hmm. Can it be part of product? Mm-hmm. We are making a lot of attempts to bring it to that stage. And that's very, very mm-hmm. So semiconductor today, both semiconductor manufacturing and uh, packaging, mm-hmm. these are two in, two important areas where India has to, uh, as a country, we have to come up to the expectations. And we do have a large market. We have 1.1 billion smartphone users today. Absolutely. And they have to change the phone once in three years. Yes. Yes. So this is something that we need. Coming to the EV side, of course, carbon net zero is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And vehicle emissions are really playing a big role in the greenhouse gases. And this carbon net zero cannot be achieved unless we have a very good control on the emission of all our transportation vehicles. Right. So EV is a solution. Of course, lithium ion is not available in India. We need to look at battery technologies, mm-hmm. which will give us less weight, quick charging, long range. These three are the paradigms. And if you want less weight, quick charging, long range, then we are we need to look at multiple technologies. Now we are looking at uh, zinc as a technology. Zinc is available in abundance. You're right. But we should also look at a recyclable thing like you know bio biomethane, hmm. bioethanol, whatever. Biofuel. Absolutely. That also we are looking at. So we are now trying to make a bus which will run on multiple fuels. It will run on bio, hmm. it will run on CNG, it will run on petrol, it will run on diesel. Single engine, it will run on multiple. Wow. Once that is available, then we can make a mix of this. Hmm. So one, one vision I have is that we need to demonstrate that it's a working technology. Hmm. So IIT Tripathi has a company which is doing biofuels. We'd like to have, and the sugarcane waste can give you a lot more biofuels. So I want to set up something in Perambalur, a biofuel place, and take a bus from here to Perambalur, fill it up, go to Kanyakumari, come back in the same bus, come back to Perambalur, fill it up and come back, just to show the world that this is a feasible thing. Wow, nice. So these are some things that we need to do. It's very, very uh, in addition, hydrogen fuel cell. Mm-hmm. So these are fuel cells are coming up very nicely. And this is also something that we need to, it's not just EV, but also other ways by which we can get renewable fuels rather than fossil fuels for our vehicle and transportation. We also seriously start looking at our waterway. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dream uh, is also that we need to work very closely uh, with our government and see if I can make uh, Kuwam and Buckingham Canal through the spine of the city hmm. uh, motor. Wow. Right? Can we have a boat there? So this is something that we would love to work, right? We are trying to get some proposals and then go to the Tamil Nadu government and see if the 
waterways can also be used and that is also very important absolutely can reduce reduce the pollution can also reduce traffic congestion it can also add a sort of a new dimension to go in an office in a boat right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in clean water i think that also adds a little more of peace of mind, mind. yes absolutely and from office you go home yes non stressful journeys <laughs> And your wife will be very happy that you're coming with a smile. Nice, nice. This is amazing. So we at Startup Atom also are, um, you know, tracking this whole thing around, um, you know, industry, Industrial Revolution 4.0 because you see Tamil Nadu is a very strong industrial hub and we are very closely tracking this. So in line with the same, uh, how do you see, uh, you know, the cybersecurity threats, uh, you know, uh, you know, which can affect all of these? And also on the other side, the state of AI, right? At a global level, how it affects this hub. Now for a quick word from our sponsors. On March 23rd, 2023, from across the world, the best from the tech industry are gathering together in Chennai, India for an amazing event, You Imagine, where industry leaders will speak on the latest in climate tech, Web 3.0, AR and VR, AI and ML, data science, and all the latest tech trends making the rounds since our new normal. Now you can get a sneak peek into some of the speakers earlier by listening to their podcast on the Umagine podcast right here on your favorite player. For more information, visit www.umaginechennai.com. Now, back to the episode. Industry 4.0 is becoming extremely crucial. Mm-hmm. 5G is the first enabler there. Absolutely. Because for all this uh, to happen, uh, you know, communication is very, very important. So there are a lot of building technologies for this, like 5G, 3D printing. Right. Uh, and data science, per se. These are all foundational courses mm-hmm. which are enablers for industry for point. On top of it, there are certain technologies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, where we talk of artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. We talk of large-scale simulation and modeling. Mm. Right? And many, many things sit on top of this. Right? And um, on top of it, there are application areas. Right. Like even logistics is a great application area. Done so. Yes. Right. Swiggy, Zomato. Mm. You can keep naming many, many things. Agriculture is a great area. And everywhere there are many, many, many areas in which health, hmm. med tech, medical technologies. So, now, um, from an industry 4.0 perspective, we need to start our basic building blocks, mm-hmm. the emerging, te- uh, the, the enabling technologies and the application area. This is a stack. Look at all these. Hmm. AI plays a very important role because AI will, tell you, will help you in prediction. Hmm. It'll, it'll help you say, okay, so much of traffic will be there tomorrow. Right? This is a prediction, very good prediction. Right. So express. So these type of warnings can start happening. And uh, of late, you'd, you would have seen the chat GPT, which even yes. writes your speech. <laughs> yes. Right? I was addressing a, uh, a sabha here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I thought that day morning, this whole thing came up. So I just typed, I'm going to address the sabha in the evening. Give me a speech. Yeah. You have beautiful speech. If I had not told that I have generated from ChatGPT, it would have been a, 
everyone said wonderful speech found out who was the founder it was 70 years old sabha everything wow so that's a depth with which engines can be developed mm-hmm. today and then that gives also gives us a confidence that we can start using it for lively predictions of many things right on the smart city side mm-hmm. prediction of arrival of a bus right prediction of monsoon prediction of so many things right? so many things on a daily daily basis you are for auto given the traffic scenario what's the expected time by which you can reach your house you right so many things mm. so so that is where ai will play a big role especially in smart city where we are going to look at preventive maintenance hmm. proactive uh, you know proactive decisions mm-hmm. and proactive actions too so these are all some things that are going to become extremely important from ai and for that as a city we have a lot of automation that is being done they are amazing today the gcc commissioner was actually talking about so many plans that they had put hmm. especially you know when we teach uh, things on sustainability mm-hmm. my my colleague uh, indu uh, professor indumati she teaches sustainability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so of recent last couple of years she was actually able to take the kids to show how you know your waste is getting converted to wealth hmm. there are some six or seven sites hmm. uh mr bedi did mention about that in our uh, carbon zero challenge inauguration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so essentially this everything generates a lot of data yeah. ai can play a very very overarching role to see how we manage things and make very informed decisions mm-hmm. so i make a decision you ask me why did you make a decision many times i may not have a very concrete answer i, I felt something told me i should take but now it will come um, and that's the way you can do mm. now we can make a little more you know informed decision based on data and somebody who has analyzed data some engine which has analyzed data and giving you some inputs mm-hmm. so your decisions can be aided by ai and you are generating so much data that can be awesome so this is a this one very interesting part of how ai is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other than that we have 3d 3d printers which are coming today we are printing rockets engines we are printing houses hmm. so we have a 3d printed house at iit wow uh, we are going to do a bigger building thing. mm-hmm. things are going very nicely and uh, we also have today 3d printers to do many things mm-hmm. so we are investing on 3d printers so i am getting many many 3d printers into this mm-hmm. so that uh, uh, it becomes very big all these industry 4 is governed by this emerging and disruptive areas mm-hmm. and uh, we did have uh, we had the visitors conference where all directors meet at the rashtrapati bhavan and present what we are doing to the honorable president mm-hmm. yeah i was given a responsibility of trying to feel what are the emerging and dis- disruptive technologies across iit wow very good i was very happy that it was given to me i did collect all the details from uh, my uh, counterparts mm-hmm. i find that we have several technologies which are emerging and disruptive across the 23 iits mm-hmm. many things are coming up very well so i have no doubt that as a country we are started responding to the needs the next 25 years what honorable pm calls as amritkal mm-hmm. as we move towards our 100th year of independence we have lot more to cover and uh, those things i think we are all and also we also interact with all our neighboring institutions in the state and everybody is vibrant 
type of technologies that come from many many institutions mm-hmm. uh, phenomenal today we had a carbon zero challenge i find at least 10 different colleges from state were come on the top 20 30 list so there's idea among our instances and i'm sure tamil nadu awesome awesome great so i have come to the end of my interview and the last question which is you imagine is supposed to be a uh, uh, a strong you know confluence of lot of these things coming together this ideas policy makers startups so um what is your you know expectation from you imagine and uh, you know what do you want to see at you imagine so today uh, one of the thing you imagine is actually a demonstration of our uh, state government right uh, basically telling up that uh, there is a great startup ecosystem mm-hmm. there's a good industry ecosystem existing within the state and it is i consider it as a very nice invitation to all to come and participate and come to the state and also invest their time and energy and money mm-hmm. uh, to see that we can do something together so that's a very interesting that's a, that's a, that's a, i think that's the objective of imagine and i think that's the purpose for which it is um We, we we are indeed seeing very very good progress in the terms of getting these technologies into our state mm-hmm. and uh, this uh, will reinforce those uh, idea that uh, that the government today has in bringing these technologies into our state and also nurture a very good ecosystem very very interesting ecosystem uh which uh, will be a very in my opinion will be a very interesting confluence of industry academia mm-hmm. and uh, government got it it was really nice chatting with you uh, dr kamakuti i mean it was it was delightful because i you what i liked about this whole conversation was actually gave a whole framework to think through right as to this is how things are spanning out and this is what you can expect um so looking forward thank you so much for your time again and uh, what iit is contributing to the ecosystem as well yeah thanks for your time thank you very much that brings us to the end of this episode of the umagine podcast we want to take this time to thank our guest dr v kamakoti the director of iit madras for taking time to come on the show joseph abraham ceo and founder of startup atom for hosting the show and the umagine team for their support A special mention to Arun Joseph, Subhash and Charles for the post-production work on this episode. Make sure you join us on the next episode of the Umagine podcast.